0: morning from the team here at 1 37 p.m this is 7 31 a.m let's get the day going good morning good morning happy tuesday the date is october 12th we got some fun sports stuff to talk about today some comic stuff as well some exciting updates from that world um, but I just want to start with a little anniversary. I actually didn't realize that these players started on the same day, but that might be just my own ignorance. But on this day in 1979, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson both made their debuts as rookies in the NBA. And then another fun thing about this day is that on this day, same year, 1979, uh, the Boston Celtics guard Chris Ford scored the first ever three point basket in NBA history. This is when the three point line was first initiated in the NBA sort of marked a whole new era in the NBA, a whole new way of scoring, a whole new way of constructing your offense. And especially when we look at the way that the NBA operates now in 2021, it is pretty interesting to think about a pre three point line NBA and how different just how different people were running an offense at that time. Yeah, and also just Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, two all-time greats. I feel like two top ten all-time players both started on the same day. Pretty crazy stuff. Entertainment. We got the final teaser trailer for The Eternals yesterday. It's a pretty sick trailer, but also just has this funny little homage to a very famous line from comics. So the final teaser released yesterday and featured an homage to one of the most iconic lines in all of comics, I would say. Uh, Avengers Assemble, which we finally did get to see in the MCU and the Avengers series at some point, but so in reference to the Avengers, the trailer for the Eternals features an utterance of the line, Eternals Assemble, uh, which is uttered by Richard Madden, who if you don't know, Richard Madden is one of the two Game of Thrones actors who's going to be in the Eternals. Kit Harington is also in the movie, so we got two Starks in there. The Eternals is set to be a really landmark film for Phase 4 of the MCU. It's supposed to set up a lot of what will go on in the rest of Phase 4. They're going to have to kind of explain where the Eternals were during the whole Thanos situation, which I imagine they are going to set up um, explaining that away somehow, and then also set up just so much of the narrative for the rest of Phase 4. The film is set to debut in theaters on November 5th, and then it'll eventually move on to streaming services at a later date, sort of similar to the model that they used for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So I'm excited. November is coming up. <laughs> collectibles and then in the world of comics yesterday was national coming out day and on this day ign got the exclusive on a story that john kent who is the son of clark kent and canonically currently superman in the dc universe would be coming out as bisexual in the upcoming superman son of call l number five there have been numerous queer characters in comics throughout history and especially in recent years we've gotten to see a lot of really iconic heroes come out in lots of different ways superman son of call l number five is set to release in print and digitally on tuesday november 9th and that's when you'll finally be able to see uh the moment in print john kent has a boyfriend partner who apparently looks up deeply to lois lane as a journalist um there's some great imagery already from it, but I'm excited to read it. I might have to dive into Son of Call el I've heard a lot of really good things about it, so I'm excited. In other sort of comic nerd culture overall news, New York Comic-Con happened this weekend. We got a couple of highlights. So Comic-Con made its in-person return to the Jacob Javits Center this past weekend. And of course, it was your usual celebration of every corner of the entertainment medium when it comes to comics, movies, TV shows, everything else. Along with all of the incredible cosplay that was on display, there was a lot of Squid Game stuff that we saw, some pretty great Squid Game costumes. Um, there were a bunch of dope trailers that they revealed during the show. I also saw that van slip-on sales have been just absolutely mooning recently, I think partially because of people wanting to get them for some sort of Squid Game costumes, in addition to just people seeing people wearing them in Squid Game and loving them, so that those sales apparently have been spiking. Um, anime fans got to see more footage of the latest Dragon Ball Super film, which is called Superhero. It looks like Goku and Piccolo are going to have to square up with two twin aliens in this one. Um, We also got to see new footage for some upcoming shows such as Blade Runner Black Lotus, I Know What You Did Last Summer, and Star Trek Prodigy, which are all much awaited. Hop on to 137pm.com if you'd like to see a full breakdown of the best TV and film trailers from New York City Comic Con. It was a packed weekend, a lot of good stuff to look forward to, and just fun to have an in-person Comic Con back. Comic Con is such a a, a landmark of this culture, and so I'm glad it was back. Sports this has been one of my favorite stories this year and it's not uh, a major professional sports story as much as it's just a fun story to follow with one of the most arguably beloved people in basketball people love or hate him but uh jr smith starting yesterday and going on through a tournament today made his collegiate golf debut yesterday so he made his debut at the phoenix invitational hosted by elon university Finally, we got some footage from one of the most endearing and fun stories, I would argue, in the sports world in recent months. If you haven't been keeping up with the story at all, J.R. Smith, the two-time NBA champion, um, he enrolled at North Carolina A&T over the summer to partially just to uh, continue his higher education, getting a degree in liberal studies, but also because he wanted to play golf at the collegiate level. And so he finally got to uh, start in a tournament yesterday, which was really exciting. So Smith had qualified for the Phoenix Invitational by one stroke, and the tournament, which started yesterday, is going to continue throughout the day today. It's not going to be broadcast on TV, but there's a lot of ways to keep up with it. You can check on his Twitter just to see the stuff he's been posting. I've also been really loving following his Twitter just as he's learning stuff in his classes and just sort of living his life as a college student. But you can follow the stats from the tournament on results.golfstat.com is a good resource for um, amateur uh, college level tournaments like this. I, I love Jr. Smith, and so I- I've been really enjoying this sort of turn in his post-pro basketball career. And then finally, this story is just still rumors at this point, but I feel like we got to talk about it just because it's been so, so widely talked about. But Ben Simmons, apparently there is still a possibility that he's going to return to Philadelphia, even though it had been kind of confirmed a few weeks back that he was no longer interested, but... Uh, according to Woj and Shams, there is still the possibility those are two of the biggest NBA reporters who break a lot of NBA news. According to both of them, the Sixers and Rich Paul. Rich Paul is Ben Simmons' agent. He's also LeBron's agent. He manages some of the biggest players in the NBA. Uh, there are plans to that are maybe coming to a resolution to bring Simmons back to the Philly organization. Nothing is confirmed, but this breakthrough has come after months of back and forth, which ultimately resulted in Simmons not reporting to training camp talks of a trade have now stalled so we'll see how this actually plays out i mean rich paul is one of basketball's finest business minds i would argue he reps lebron he reps trey young i believe and a bunch of other players um and if he thinks that ben returning to to philly is the best move i i kind of trust him but i'm interested to see how this plays out usually we don't cover rumors like this because it's just there's so much stuff circulating around but this has kind of been one of the biggest off season stories and as we approach the beginning of the season um, I'm still there's still a big question mark over where is Ben Simmons going to go and despite his shoddy performance in the playoffs I still kind of have faith in him as a player and want to see him land somewhere good so um, we'll see if he can kind of mend what has been broken at Philly but we'll see that is it for today's episode for more detail on these stories and more head over to 137pm.com or follow us on our social media platforms we'll be back tomorrow as always remember stay curious